Christos Rizdaitsya, Slavitiaho, Christ is born, let us glorify him. This is Father Basil again, doing another podcast, and hope everyone is well, wherever you're listening from today. And this is the end of the Christmas season. On February 2nd, we end, what, the 40 days after Christmas, and we're beginning pretty soon to um, start the Lenten journey, that journey where we will um, prepare for Easter, prepare for the risen Christ. And we do that, of course, through fasting, through um, um, repentance, you know, we got to repent of all our sinfulness. And um, I'm going to start something, and maybe this will take a few weeks. I'm going to talk about the letters of St. Paul. And St. Paul is an interesting character. We know that he, at first, was a very zealous uh, Pharisee who was persecuting the Church of Christ, the early church. And he was there when the first Christian martyr, Saint, uh, um, the, the first Christian martyr was killed. Um, and he was, uh, Saul at that time he was known as. Uh, he, when St. Stephen was killed. And, you know, he, he was very much persecuting the church. But at the same time, there was something within him that God knew that he could convert and to um, ask for forgiveness. And God made him, you know, one of the greatest Christian saints after Saul's conversion, after uh, Saul converted on the way to Damascus, and he was very knowledgeable, he was very uh, faithful after that, and, you know, wrote a lot of letters, traveled to a lot of Christian communities, became a great missionary, and and that brings hope to all of us. Because we are all sinners. We've all, you know, we've all done, you know, terrible things that cause God's wrath. And, you know, when we ask for forgiveness, when we ask for reconciliation with God, He can do great things through us. He can make us just like Paul. Paul knew about his sinfulness. Paul knew about his um, his faults, his sinful weaknesses, but that didn't stop him from doing God's work. So our sinfulness should not stop us from doing the work of God. So I'm going to read from the uh, letter to Romans, Paul's letter to the Romans. And it says, the battle with sin. 
and uh, this this listen and this the, I'm going to talk about this passage here. This is Romans seven seven to twenty five. Does this mean that the law is sinful? Certainly not. But if it had not been for the law, I would not have known what sin is really like. For example, I would not have known what it means to want something that belongs to someone else, unless the law had told me not to do that. It was sin that used this command as a way of making me have all kinds of desires. But without the law, sin is dead. Before I knew about the law, I was alive. But as soon as I heard that command, sin came to life and I died. The very command that was supposed to bring life to me instead brought death. Sin used this command to trick me, and because of it I died. Still the law and its commands are holy and correct and good. Am I saying that something good caused my death? Certainly not. It was sin that killed me by using something good. Now we can see how terrible, how evil sin really is. We know that the evil, that the law is spiritual, but I am merely a human. I have been sold as a slave to sin. In fact, I don't understand why I act the way I do. I don't do what I know is right. I do the things I hate. Although I don't do what I know is right, I don't, although I don't do what I know is right, I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing these evil things. The sin that lives in me is what does them. I know that my selfish desires won't let me do anything that is good. Even when I want to do right, I cannot. Instead of doing what I know is right, I do wrong. And so if I don't do what I know is right, I am no longer the one doing these evil things. The sin that lives in me is what does them. The law has shown me that something in me keeps me from doing what I know is right. With my whole heart, I agree with the law of God. But in every part of me, I discover something fretting against my mind. And it makes me a prisoner of sin that controls everything I do. What a miserable person I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is doomed to die? Thank God Jesus Christ will rescue me. So with my mind, I serve the law of God. Although my selfish desires make me serve the law of sin. So... You know, this is a very interesting passage talking about our bodies want to sin even if our minds are turning to God. Because the devil, you know, the, the sins of the flesh, the devil wants, you know, us to think that sin is going to make us happy. The devil is going to want us to think that, you know, when we get this pleasure, when we get this, um, you know, the bodily pleasures, that somehow it's going to be good for us, even though it's not good for us. And the, that battle with sin that we have is very much a lifelong battle. You know, and sometimes we succumb to sin. We succumb to our bodily desires of the flesh. We succumb to, 
you know, overeating, uh, drinking, drugs, alcohol, sex, pornography, all those things that we know are wrong, we know are bad, but yet we think that we can get that you know, temporary pleasure from that. And that pleasure doesn't last. That pleasure is not going to last forever. The only thing that's going to be make us happy forever is God. That's the only thing that's going to make us happy forever. So St. Paul, you know, the battle with sin, St. Paul is saying that we got to be so careful, so careful and always pray to God to help us overcome the desires of the flesh, the desires that cause us death. Because elsewhere he says that, you know, sin causes us spiritual death. When we sin constantly, when we, when we make sin part of our bodies, when we make sin part of our being, we are causing our own spiritual death. And that's where Jesus comes in. Jesus brings us life again. Jesus brings us that life eternal. And he will help us to become the people that he wants us to be. And and again, the, the, the example of St. Paul is a great example of all of us. St. Paul was a great sinner. He persecuted the church. He wanted to destroy the apostles. He wanted to destroy all the people of the church. And, you know, God used him because of his um, uh, knowledge of the Jewish faith. God used St. Paul to become a great apostle himself. So after St. Paul's conversion, after St. Paul's reconciliation with God, when St. Paul had to repent of all that he did in the past, he had to repent of his sinfulness. And, and St. Paul talked about his sinfulness all the time. Like here, you know, talking about the desires of the flesh talking about how sin um, you know makes us think that what we are doing is good even though it's evil you know and all of us have to overcome temptations in life all of us have to overcome sin and you know we 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 are weak we are all very weak in our, uh, you know, in, when we're battling the devil. You know, we can't win against the devil by ourselves. We can't possibly win. We can't win the battle against the devil unless we get the help of Jesus Christ. Only Jesus can help us defeat the demons. Only Jesus is going to help us overcome 
all our sinful desires and thoughts. Only Jesus is going to help us overcome our weaknesses. You know, and uh, we we just need to constantly repent. Every day for the rest of our lives, we have to repent. We have to repent of all our sins. Every day. This is what, 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 uh, with, uh, St. Paul has been talking about. Okay. So this is a little blurb about St. Paul. You know, he's a very interesting, uh, saint, very interesting, uh, missionary because he had to battle sin his entire life. He had to battle the desires of the flesh. He had to die, this, the battle the desires of pride and arrogance and all those sins that we battle. And, and, and he, he couldn't do it without Jesus. He couldn't do it without the help of the Holy Spirit. And he eventually was killed for his faith. You know, he was beheaded by Nero, you know, and, and, uh, he died for the faith that he was once persecuting, which is so interesting. How he, this person, this Saul, became Paul and he wanted the church to destroy it. But then at the end, he died for the church. This is so amazing. What a life he led. So anyways, um, that's something I just wanted to share today. And I'll talk more in the coming days and weeks about St. Paul and some of his um theology some of what he wrote in the in the scripture i think it's very interesting god bless you